the pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. It's spring, and Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island is your lawn care company. Call them today for a free quote, 401-392-1025. Check out their website, lawndoctor.com. Your best lawn ever, guaranteed. Call them now. Get that spring program. You have the fertilizer, then you guaranteed broadleaf crabgrass control. Your best lawn ever, guaranteed. Call Lawn Doctor today. Check out their website, lawndoctor.com, or call them 401-392-1025. It's John DePietro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Folks, you can always listen online at the website, DePietro.com. So some stories to watch um, on this Thursday. Now, number one, there was, uh, we need more details, but I was out very late last night. I was doing a Facebook Live stream. You can see it. Go to my Facebook page, John DePietro Show. But I knew that something was up. And it turns out that an off-duty Pawtucket police officer was involved, off-duty now, he shot an 18-year-old uh, male right off of 95 South, West Greenwich. So we're going to wait and get more details. I was out there last night, and uh, tremendous police presence. Uh, incredible between state police, West Greenwich Police Chief Ramsey had a uh, brief press briefing, but um, it, it, there was some altercation that started on on uh, the highway and then led there now we don't know who was chasing who and what exactly was involved with it i was hearing road rage but then the chief said he thinks that maybe the off-duty police officer may have uh, witnessed something that led him to believe but we we don't know what led to the shooting we don't know did the other person have a weapon is the other person a person of color uh there's still a lot of details in that the other story to watch and if you go to my website, topetro.com, uh, we continue to have more information on it. And it is the ongoing situation with Rhode Island Senator Sheldon Whitehouse, who now has disclosed he's a member of not one, but now two, two different uh, whites-only clubs. So he is a member of the Ida Lewis Yacht Club, which is a whites-only club in Newport. And then... Uh, he's also obviously the member. It's a little complicated regarding Bailey's Beach Club. As much as he, he released a statement yesterday, and he's trying to say, well, I'm actually not a member. My family's a member, and I'm not going to tell my family what to do. But here's what I want people to uh, understand. His um, handling of the matter makes no sense. Uh, he tries to say, you know, I was um, at an event, and I was caught off guard, and i accepted the premise of a reporter and someone walks up to him and says you're a member of an all-white club and then he's basically here's the u.s senator former attorney general former u.s attorney and he's trying to say as if he was like bamboozled by the whole thing a local website caught me off guard asking about diversity at a beach club to which family members of mine belong well that that's that's not accurate they were asking about his membership. It's not about his family. I mean, it is about his family. So he's now trying to say that he, this is Senator uh, White Club now, Senator Whitehouse, trying to say that he wasn't really, uh, he's not really a member. His family is. And he was just caught off guard. And it's almost like she misled him. Listen, he easily, Senator Whitehouse, when this happened, easily could have said, all right, now time out. First of all, I'm not a member of that club. That's number one. Number two. Uh, my family, you know, they're, they're members of the club. And number three, that is completely false that there are no minority. Uh, it is not a whites-only club. And they take exception with the whites-only club. Now, I want to play. He's trying to say he was misled uh, when he said it's a long tradition of Rhode Island of whites-only clubs. But let's hear. This is the back and forth. He had ample opportunity to say, no, wait a minute. It is not a whites-only club. I take exception with that. First of all, I'm not even a member of the club. Um, but here's 
here's how it sounded, and he's trying to put a spin on this, almost that he was misled. You had expressed concerns about the membership of the all-white Bailey's Beach Club, said that you hoped it would become more diverse. Now, your family's been members. Your wife is one of the largest shareholders. Has there been any traction in that? Are there any minority members of the club now? I think the people who are running the place are still working on that. I'm sorry it hasn't happened yet. Um, do you have concerns in 2021? I mean, obviously, it's been four years. You had remarks on the floor following the deaths of Breonna Taylor and George Floyd saying, you know, hoping to root out systemic racism in the country. Um, your thoughts on an elite, all-white, wealthy club, again, in this day and age, um, you know, should these clubs continue to exist? It's a long tradition in Rhode Island, and there are many of them. We just need to work our way through the issues. Thank you. Now, he had, that was Senator White. He easily could have said, now hold on, time out. It is not an all-white club. But he's he's answering the question. He's not correcting her. So he can put out a statement. Bailey's is now trying to put out a statement, Bailey's Beach Club. they the, You know why? Bailey's Beach Club put out a statement, and they're trying to say uh, that it's, it's not true and our membership is secret. And and uh, we are, by the way, Bailey's Beach Club even said we're proud of our minority staff at the club. So uh, this is unfortunate. The mischaracterization whites only club. Now, the real story here, folks, is if Bailey's Beach Club, if they had, you know why they haven't put any members of color, any minorities in front of a camera to say, excuse me, I am a member of Bailey's Beach Club and I you know, uh, don't like this or even put out a statement. You know why? Because they don't have any because it is a whites only club. Senator Whitehouse, can you imagine not one, two? He's a member of two whites only clubs. And again, someone sent me an email saying since we're on the topic of beach clubs, actually, no, we're not on the topic of beach clubs. We're on the topic of Senator Sheldon Whitehouse being a member of not one, but two all white clubs. And I have also noticed now Kate Nagel, folks on social media, you see all these posts about girl power and look at Governor Amundo and she's up there with all these other women. And, oh, look, there's a woman, two women are co-anchoring the news, girl power. And, you know, and then there was a huge last year, a uh, big deal over some viewer sent uh, an email. I don't remember exactly what happened, but somehow said to a female on, on local television that, that they – you know, you shouldn't wear that outfit. You look chubby in that outfit or something like that. Oh, my God, the outpouring and all the women coming forward. Do you know it was the female voice you heard? I haven't seen one local female member of the media praise that person or you go, girl. You know, there she is. That's right. Look at her with the blockbuster national scoop on the man. You go, girl, Kate. Nagan. Nothing zero silence now is that because they were upset she did it to quote you know to a senator white house would they be cheering if this were a republican that he did is this a matter of politics is this i don't know is it jealousy there was more noise on social media for a female reporter that i said that a viewer and again i don't exactly remember the story but sent like an email like i said saying you know, you shouldn't wear whatever that color it doesn't. It's not very flattering on you. It was, oh, how dare they love yourself? How shame. You know, ignore that. You go, girl. Good for you. A huge deal about that. A female reporter breaks a national story on white male Senator Sheldon Whitehouse and crickets from those same female reporters that are always cheering on isn't this look at how great this is female sports reporter female meteorologist and two women at the desk that's right because it's a man haters club and who needs the men and it's girl power and look at that up on the stage it's governor amundo and dr scott and infante green and you don't need any men up there and it's all you go girl that's right and that a female local reporter breaks this type of national scoop that is all over Fox, all over the New York Times, all over the Washington Post, and zero. Now, if if Senator Whitehouse had said to maybe a local female reporter, you know, I'm not sure if that's your color. 
That's not a very flattering outfit on you. Oh, my God. Never mind. Can you imagine if it had been like a minority reporter? Holy cow. They'd be nonstop. How did the whole deal? You ignore him, girl. But because a female reporter maybe breaks the code, exposes Senator Sheldon, progressive White House, member of two all-whites-only uh, clubs, Total silence. All right, a lot more ahead right here on the John DePietro Show. Well, it's a challenge to run your business these days. Maybe you need to find the right type of workers. Why not let MEGA professionals find them for you? Call MEGA professionals today, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 508-336-7801. MEGA, M-E-G-A, professionals, 508-336-7801. Maybe if you need workers. Maybe you have workers that won't come back to work. You need drivers, certified help, part-time, full-time, maybe weekend work. You need the professionals at MEGA Professionals. Let them find the workers for you. They screen them all out. They send them right over to you. Serving Rhode Island, Massachusetts, call them today, 508-336-7801. Maybe you need mechanics or skilled labor or warehouse workers, office workers, professionals, even those in the healthcare profession, MEGA professionals. Call them today, 508-336-7801. Again, 508-336-7801. You focus on your business. Let MEGA professionals help you find the workers. MEGA professionals, 508-336-7801. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. It's spring and time to call J.K.L. Engineering today at 401-351-7600. J.K.L. Engineering, licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. You know, pretty soon it'll be warm. It'll be hot. Why not have central air for your home? Call J.K.L. Engineering today, 401-351-7600. Remember, with J.K.L., estimates are free. Financing is available, both residential and commercial. In the wintertime, JKL, they can reduce your oil bill by as much as 90%. It's going to be a hot summer. Call JKL Engineering today. Be nice and cool in your home this summer. Call JKL 401-351-7600. For 54 years, JKL's reputation, second to none, especially for technical expertise and customer satisfaction. JKL they do it right. They do it right the first time. They're an approved National Grid VPI installer. JKL is also a Navian certified factory dealer called JKL for system replacement, oil to gas, or for a heat pump. Estimates are free. Financing is available, both residential and commercial. Call JKL Engineering today for light for Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 401 351 7600, 401 351-7600. It's J.K.L. Engineering. You're listening to the John DePietro Show weekdays. We start at 11 and we go until 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Folks, you can always listen online at our website, which is DePietro.com. Time for our legal segment. Joining me right now is Rhode Island attorney Tim Dodd. Tim, I want to start off with the Senator Sheldon White House story, and especially just some different aspects to now, he issued a statement, and Bailey's issued a statement. They're claiming it's not whites only, and they won't release the list of their members. But what about the legality of, uh, you know, this does happen. Somebody uh, wants to be a member of a country club, and they're denied. Uh, many years ago, there was a famous uh, case with a, uh, a doctor down in Warwick wanted to join War Country Club, and they would not allow him because he performed abortions or so forth. They didn't come out and say that. But uh, what about the legality of clubs? And then if membership is quiet and then have to answer and it's a private club, how would one discern if, in fact, someone was running a whites only club? 
Well, there's there's nothing illegal about running a whites only club under certain circumstances. It may be distasteful. You might think that you know it's something that should have maybe been happening before the Civil War, but certainly not you know in 2021. Rules can differ depending on what the club is doing. If the club opens itself up to the public for things like proms or wedding receptions, called what's called a public accommodation, then certainly there are different rules and obligations that any such club would have to follow. Um, but when it's simply a private club and it says, you know, our membership happens to be white only, if that's what the reality of the situation is, um, there's nothing illegal about it. It may be immoral. It might be distasteful. Uh, they don't have to produce who their members are. They don't have to answer any questions. They can basically stiff arm the media and wait until the story blows over, which um, because it's Sheldon, it probably will just blow over. Just like you've got Andrew Cuomo with maybe less than a dozen women claiming him of sexual misconduct and, um, harassment. He's still the governor. He's not going anywhere. You got Ralph Northam, the governor of uh, Virginia. They've got him either in a KKK outfit yeah. with a hood or in blackface. Right. He was um, one of the two. He never disclosed which one. Never disclosed. He's still governor. Nothing happens to him. Um, you know, the beat goes on. Um, and we all know that if Sheldon was a Republican or if it was, you know, somebody from the Trump family or, you know, any other prominent Republican, this would be a two week long story in all the major, you know, mainstream oh, yeah. media outlets, but there's nothing um, illegal as to what's going on at the at Bailey's beach club. And I, I think that if they were receiving good counsel, the good counsel would be to say, don't give the media anything. Don't give them our membership list. Don't march anyone who's a minority member, if there is such a person, out in front of a microphone and have them say, well, I'm the, I'm the black guy or I'm the Asian guy or whatever it might be. Just shut up, say nothing. And uh, Sheldon doesn't have to face re-election for years. Um, don't say anything. I don't see Sheldon leaving the club. I don't see his wife changing the rules. I think they're going to rely on a friendly media who's not going to inquire of this at all. I, I stand corrected if I'm wrong, but in the last week with, after this story broke on Go Local, I don't think the Projo has published a word about this. Uh, they were all late to the game. It wasn't until it was the nationals. You're, you're not wrong, Tim. It was the national media that really uh, went full, full speed on this. And it, in some ways, uh, it's not a legal thing, but, since we're on the subject, it, it certainly raises questions. I spoke with someone out of town and said, you know, so the local media was never asking him about it. And I said, you know, he's done a bunch of interviews. It did come up with the Bob Flanders race, but it didn't stick. And the world really changed after George Floyd from last Memorial Day. But by and large, he's been seen. And no, he, he was kind of getting a free pass from the local media. Well, it's interesting, too. It's not a legal topic, but. The, the today, there, I think it was today or yesterday, there was a um, a um, something put out on social media by um, David Cicilline saying that Sheldon has always been a fighter for racial and economic ju economic justice his whole life. Full stop. That's it. Full stop. Yeah. That's it. That's what you're going to get away with. That there's no follow up. Right. There's no media inquiry. I mean, the the, the question follow up is. What are you talking about? You know, right. you're, where, where's in this little blurb that you put out there? Are you are you defending what Sheldon does at this Bailey's Beach Club? Do you think it's moral? Do you think it's ethical? Do you think it's appropriate for a sitting senator? No questions, no follow up. And, you know, the fact that our local media isn't really following up, go local, give them credit. They, they, I do. They, yeah, they, they broke it. They but did. the pro Joe has been virtually silent and that would be the media outlet which you would presume 
would be digging into this, but they yeah. seem to be running away from it. Yeah. Uh, Senator Sheldon Whitehouse did issue a statement um, late saying that he was caught off guard by the question. That also kind of certainly lends credence to the fact that because it was just local press, he thought he was on safe ground. Um, he gets invited to go on Sean Hannity and Tucker Carlson. He doesn't accept those. Uh, he considers those kind of dangerous territory. Instead, he opts for more of like a Rachel Maddow or Chris Hayes. But I think that's very telling that he's in Newport. He thinks, oh, it's just the local media. They're going to leave me alone on this. And then, boom, she zaps him with it. So, Tim Dodd, just to circle back, if someone is listening and gets turned down from trying to join some type of a club, they it's a private club. They really don't have a legal case. But um, then then how is it that is it just a social pressure that, you know, years ago, the New York Athletic Club, there were different clubs that were men's only clubs. And then they you know started to change. And I think they were going after Augusta National um, a couple of years ago. That's on that. right. Is it is it really just um, social pressure? So there's no someone can't sue and say, you know, you're discriminating against me uh, because of the color of my skin or my religion. Well, they they can claim it. They could yeah. file a lawsuit, but proving that would be right. an awfully difficult task. Um, if there are no rules governing membership, if there's no policies, you know, no no minorities or whatever you want to call it allowed, I can't imagine there's such a written policy. Any right. of these, you know, private social clubs. Um, sometimes there's not a lot of rhyme or reason as to who gets in and who doesn't. Right. Um, it, it might be instructive for a well-financed, well-connected, you know, yep. person of color to make an application, to make a test case. The only problem is if you're, let's say, a person of color and you're well-regarded in those circles and you've got a lot of money, you're not going to want to ruffle the feathers of that group who you probably do business with and rub elbows with at places other than Bailey's, and you don't want to become ostracized if you are in that echelon. If you're not mm -hmm. moving in those circles, you don't have a chance to get in anyways. That's right. Folks, we're going to take a quick break. A lot more attorney Tim Dodd right here on the John DePietro Show. MEGA truck and trailer repair. Call them today. Commercial trailers, diesel equipment, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 508-336-2110. 508-336-2110 for MEGA, M-E-G-A, MEGA truck and trailer repair. As I said, commercial trailers, diesel equipment, free estimates FHWA inspections and Rhode Island State Inspection Station, trailer pickup and delivery, 24-hour mobile service serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts. It's MEGA truck and trailer repair. Call them today, 508-336-2110, 24-hour mobile service, and also ABS repairs, brakes, doors. Listen, if it's on a trailer, MEGA truck and trailer repair, they can repair it. Call them today, 508 336-2110-508-336-2110. It's MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. If you've been thinking about updating your website or if you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business, you could receive a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional. And she's been doing this work for 25 years. Contact Karen Etchells at InnoVest Digital Marketing. She will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Give Karen a call for a free consultation at 401 321-2799 that's 401-321-2799 or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com Spring is here time to contact Bethel Certified Softwash you can text Jared a free estimate at 401-617-2585 Bethel Certified Softwash they have a great website it's rhodeislandsoftwashing.com outside your home Let's get rid of the grime and the stains, maybe some of that, that green algae and moss and mildew that build up over the course of the winter. Call Bethel Certified Soft Wash today. Again, outside your restaurant, 
or your home or a roof or a deck or a patio or a walkway. It's Bethel Certified Soft Wash. Remember, it's biodegradable. It's plant safe. Look for them on Facebook, Bethel, B-E-T-H-E-L. Their Facebook page, the before and after, are just tremendous. Contact them today for a free same-day text estimate, 401-617-2585, 401-617-2585. Again, remember, they have a great website. It's RhodeIslandSoftWashing.com, Bethel Certified Soft Wash and Power Wash. We're speaking with attorney Tim Dodd. Tim, last week in the city of Cranston, the Cranston police uh, conducted several raids. One of them was on Broad Street, not far from St. Paul's Church. Um, and it turns out we have learned that these illegal massages places that were going on, um, uh, where there's much more going on than just massage, sexual, sexual activity, I believe is the charge, but uh, is owned by the head of the DMV, former Cranston police chief, Bud Craddock. And interesting enough, Governor McKee let it be very well known to the media that he's going to have the state police take take a look at that. Could could a landlord um, get in trouble for renting to a, a business like this? Bud Craddock, to be fair, said he had he had no idea, even though they were flagged a couple of years ago, apparently same property. And again, these illegal massage places popped up. But um, could a landlord get in trouble get in trouble for renting? For a business like this? Well, first of all, um, Bud Craddock has, um, sta- has issued various statements that once he learned that this activity was ongoing, that he has already sent out a termination of tenancy notice yep. and will be moving to evict um, this tenant, which was supposed to, I think they were supposed to be um, providing foot massages. Yes. But um, the allegations are that they're running prostitution and, quote, massage without a license, close quote. And the suspicion is that they may be engaged in human trafficking and that the women or at least some of the women working there are doing so against their will. Now, if Bud Craddock is the landlord and really doesn't know what's going on, no harm, no foul. If a landlord, not Bud, but if a landlord knew of the activity, um, grabbed the rent, and was completely aware of what was going on, um, there could be potential for criminal charges if he's harboring an illegal operation and um, enabling it to continue doing business. Um, The question would be the extent of the participation in the landlord if the landlord knows of the conduct and in some way protects it, hides it, aids it, abets it. Um, the landlord could find him or herself on the hook criminally. But um, I think the governor, you know, politically did the right thing to say, I'm shocked. This is terrible. There should be a full investigation. That's the politically astute thing to say. Bud Craddock is making the appropriate comments to the media that he's moving to get rid of this tenant. And I assume the state police will look in to see if there are any, um, overt or, you know, under the table sort of um, acknowledgements or condemnation of uh, Mr. Craddock of what was going on in this place. That could be trouble, but I'm guessing you're not going to find such evidence. I doubt it would exist. Uh, Tim Dodd, there's a lot of talk at the Rhode Island State House that they're going to move forward for driving privileges for people that are in the country illegally. They're not saying a driver's license, although that's debatable, but, but driving privileges, that certainly sounds like a driving license. And I I just don't, they're trying to say, you know, you have to show that you live here, that you make money here, but it, it just seems legally some of these way that they try to lay it out would be, would be tough to prove or even harder to enforce. Well, this is a slippery slope, and uh, we have avoided this um, development for years, but we are getting an increasingly progressive House and an increasingly progressive Senate, and, you know, this is what you get. So it's not a driver's license. The euphemism is it's, quote, it's a, quote, driver's permit, close quote, Um, and it's for people who are, quote, unable to establish legal presence in the United States. 
they're here illegally. So this bill would give them driving privileges. They would get a card. Um, the proponents say, look, it's an ID card if they get stopped by the cops. Um, it can't be used as identification for state or local elections. It will only be given if the applicant pays $50 for a two-year um, um, driver privilege card. Um, they've got to pass a driving test and they have to prove, uh, produce evidence of automobile insurance and that they somehow earn money and pay taxes in the state of Rhode Island. Um, all of those sound like good um, buffers to prevent abuse. Um, proponents of this bill also say it should create safer streets because the folks with these uh, cars would be obligated to get insurance, um, would be less likely to run away in the event of an accident, would be less likely to run away um, if they were a witness to some criminal activity because if the police were to encounter someone with one of these driving permits, the fact that the person has a permit could not be used by the cops as evidence that they're dealing with someone who's here illegally and take any action vis-a-vis -vis their immigration status. So the person who would acquire such a um, driver permit gains everything and loses nothing really. And the fiction about getting car insurance, I mean, I do this for a living, representing people in accident cases in, in large part. And many, 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 many times, um, your client gets hit by a vehicle. They, when the cops show up, they can pull an insurance card out of the glove box. But when you put the insurance company on notice, guess what? The policy has been canceled because the premium hasn't been paid. But... The cops don't know that. They see an insurance card and they say, no problem. Whereas by rights, that person should have received a ticket for driving without evidence of insurance, et cetera. Um, so uh, to the extent you can enforce or not enforce whether one of these folks with a driving permit has insurance coverage, the fact is you're never going to be able to really police that. And you're probably going to still wind up with people who show an insurance policy to get this permit and then let the policy lapse almost immediately for non-payment. Yeah. And, and Tim, what's it, you know, as, as we talked about, once the, the horse leaves the barn, it's, it's almost, I, don't, I just don't see how you enforce something like that. You don't. And obviously, this is an attempt to give folks who are here illegally um, additional um, if you will, legitimacy, if not legal mm. standing. Um, and you can't possibly, not you, but one can't possibly think that the rules will become more stringent if this bill passes. It will become more difficult to enforce. There'll be more exceptions. Right. These permits will be able to be utilized for more purposes. Um, and you have to at least think that there's a possibility that that's the real end game. The proponents of this thing also point, John, to the fact, well, 16 other states have similar bills. Well, that means 34 states don't. And the 16 that do are the bluest of the blue states. You've got, Cal mm -hmm. among others, Hawaii, California, um, Oregon, great. Washington State, excellent. Vermont, New York, Oregon. So who are we following here? We're following, yeah. the, in this case, the bluest of the blue liberal states who um, in large part uh, from you know, social unrest and the ability of cops to control what's going on, they're the states that um, are having the most difficulty um, maintaining order. Folks, another quick break, a lot more. Attorney Tim Dodd right here on the John DePietro Show. While the pandemic rages on, you need to stay healthy. You need to take care of your health. You need to stop in and see Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, right across from Davenport Restaurant. Call Marie. I call her the Queen of Health, 401-305-3585. You've seen the her store. It's right in that old white church. It's My Health, because, folks, it's about your health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Shop local. 
Stop it and see Marie. What do we have? Well, vitamins, herbal remedies, trusted companies, who understand quality, integrity, local products like the incredible acai berry. She also has honey, maple syrup. Marie at It's My Health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, right across from Davenport Restaurant, has over 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices that can be purchased by the ounce, plus box herbs and teas. The service is the best, plus hemp and CBD products, plus massage therapy, reflexology, Pilates. Folks, stop it and see her. It's my health because it's about your health and staying healthy and children's vitamins. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. You can call her at 401-305-3585. Stop in and see Marie. And it's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, right across from Davenport Restaurant. Because remember, it's your health. Stop in and see Marie at It's My Health. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www. Innovast.com. We're speaking with attorney Tim Dodd. Tim, uh, two big cases came down from the Supreme Court. If you don't mind, uh, can we start with the, it's interesting with the cheerleader who initially seemingly was in a lot of trouble because of a posting on social media and it's, it made its way all the way to the Supreme Court and in some ways they certainly agree was treated or the situation was handled. This is a very interesting case that um, made its way, as you say, all the way to the Supreme Court. The the basic facts are young ladies, a freshman in high school, she tries out to become a cheerleader. She doesn't make the cut, um, so she doesn't get picked for the varsity team. So out of school, on her own social media or Snapchat or one of these accounts, using a lot of F words, says F school, F cheerleading, F softball, F everything. That gets back to the school administration and they decide that she would be um, uh, punished and suspended from doing any cheerleading for an entire year. I guess she was cheering then for the, for the JV squad or something. So her punishment is that she's suspended from cheering for the entire year. She appeals that decision through the courts saying that the school administration um, abused uh, their, their power and that they violated her First Amendment rights to free speech. And lower courts generally agreed that she had been treated improperly. And the U.S. Supreme Court, in large part, um, agreed saying, you know, you don't surrender your free speech rights when you walk into a schoolhouse. Um, and you certainly don't surrender your free speech rights when you're posting on social media, not during school hours and not on school grounds. So it, it's a, largely a victory for the First Amendment and free speech rights. Although the court did carve out that there are some exceptions Although this young lady could be on her own time, on her own social media platforms, F-bombing, you know, things about school and cheerleading and sports, et cetera, the court said, although she can do that, um, it's not unlimited free speech. If there's cyberbullying going on by someone who's not on school grounds but is undertaking into a course of cyberbullying or threats to teachers or, you know, off off campus on their own time is involved in uh, online cheating, things of this nature, then that's where um, the school's ability to um, dole out punishment for these types of practices would trump this free speech rights of students. Um, but it's, a, it's an interesting case because it's, it's I don't want to say it's a small issue, but it's interesting that this case with this type of punishment 
because it's a First Amendment case, you know, legitimately found its way all the way to the Supreme Court for a determination on what constitutes a student's rights to free speech when off campus. I, I find it interesting, however, that the Supreme Court's talking about this young lady's free speech rights, but there are many cases in school, you know, the court said your right to free speech does not stop when you enter the schoolhouse. But oh. it seems around the country, if you if you wander into school wearing a, uh, a T-shirt with an American flag on it, that can be seen as provocative. Or if you have on a MAGA hat, that's provocative. Although those would, in my view, be both not examples of um, necessarily something inflammatory or provocative, but free speech. But um, perhaps those cases should take a whack at getting up to the Supreme Court because that type of free speech and free expression is being um, um, muzzled and um, cut off and threatened by school administrations all over the country. It's interesting how one um, course of conduct seems to pass muster and another type of conduct seems to get shot down and with really no pushback or criticism across the board. And what was Tim, Tim God, what was the, the other big Supreme Court case, the cheerleader? And then the other one that um, has some implications now, but really significant long range implications is the uh, case with the NCAA and how yes. um, student athletes are treated. Right. Wow. This, this is going to be. This is the first shoe to drop. There's another yeah. shoe that will be dropping. It has not yet dropped, but it will. Um, the Supreme Court in a, um, and by the way, the um, case with the young lady cheerleader, that was an eight to one decision. Yeah. So again, we talked about this, I think last week or the week before, how the media is, oh, it's a 6-3 conservative court. Um, this, this was an eight to one decision. Um, the, the case here with the uh, NCAA and, and yeah. the college athletes, I believe, was a nine-nothing decision, which is almost wow. unheard of. So, mm. you know, this doctrinaire court that we're all led to believe is out there. Um, not necessarily the case. A lot of these cases this year have um, had very strange bedfellows in terms of the justices who are on the same side of some of these issues. It's not the normal you know, presumptive 6-3 or 5-4 um, decisions right. that the media keeps telling us we should be expecting. In any event, with this NCAA case, the um, complainants, the appellants, were complaining that the NCAA is essentially um, violating antitrust laws because the, the student-athletes are complaining that they should be entitled to some forms of compensation. Yeah. Right now, sure, they get they get tuition, they get room and board, they get right. their books. Um, in many cases, they even get a stipend for outside expenses. Yep. But what they're actually getting is very limited. In in when you stand it up against what the colleges and universities are getting, That's they're right. making billions and billions of dollars. Yep. off of the, the blood, sweat, and tears, literally, of these student-athletes. So the court said, well, these student-athletes... Tim, I just want to put sure. this in context for people. You know, you can imagine back in the day, if Bernie or Marvin, uh, during the heyday of PC, just as an example, if they could have, you know, spent an afternoon signing autographed pictures at Tasca or someplace like that, they, they could have made good money, you know, uh, in many ways... I think the PC team is the best example because in many ways it almost operates like a professional team around here, but the star players for the PC basketball team right now, they can't, you know, go to it. Like I'll just use that example. They can't go to a car dealership and say, I'm going to sign autographs for an hour. No. So the, the, Supreme, Court, yes, yeah. the Supreme Court said, you know, it's certainly uh, if these students want to get um, post-grad internships, it all has to be under the umbrella of the university. Now, the NCAA brought up in its arguments in the Supreme Court address, well, you know, if a um, football player, basketball player, whatever, um, say, well, guess what? After you graduate, we'll give you an internship for a year and we'll pay you a million dollars. Well, that's not going to be a legitimate internship. You can't right. try to phony up um, 
giving them money for their performance and call it an internship. But there's legitimate carve-outs that the court has made for um, uh, student athletes um, getting other sources of money or support while they are college athletes. But that's just starting to break the dam open. Um, Judge Gorsuch and especially Judge Kavanaugh really scolded the NCA for violating antitrust. And both Kavanaugh especially commented if this was any other type of business, you'd never be allowed to operate this way because of the antitrust. It's price fixing, it's salary fixing. They fix everything. And there's no way really for the student athletes to fight back. What's going to happen next? And we probably talked about it six months ago. There's another case that's percolating through the system it will follow up nicely with this case. As you say, let's assume a student athlete wants to go on TV and run ads for a car dealership, or a, stu a real significant student athlete wants to start um, advertising for some sneaker company or some athletic wear company um, for millions and millions of dollars. Yep. If and when student athletes can start to trade on their fame or their athletic ability while they're still students and still quote unquote amateurs, that's going to, in many ways, ruin college athletics. Because oh, yeah. if, you're, if you're a marquee player, there's about five or six universities in the big yep. media markets where you're going to go and you're never going to talk about PC or URI. You're never going to go to a small state, small campus, small media market if you think you've got the ability, you're going to go to the big markets where you think that you can monetize your skills yeah. um, to do TV commercials or promote products, et cetera. And the playing field, which right now isn't very level, is going to really be skewed. Um, and I think at that point, college athletics will be beyond repair. You won't be yeah. able to fix it. They'll be able to guarantee income, I, I think, Tim. You know, if you're a, a certain school and you get the boosters and you have some, you know, some alum that maybe, you know, have, as I said, I'll use the car dealers as a good example. They could say to an athlete, listen, if you come here, we can guarantee you you're going to make 500000 a year in endorsement deals. And boom, that's going to be the difference of uh, one school's offering you 50000 or 100000 and you have some other high-profile schools that, and again, basketball will be the big winner because there's so many different football players. But uh, I agree with you; it's going to forever change. And Tim Don, do you see anything that could stop this train from leaving the station? No, it's going to happen. No. The right, yeah. the, there are several cases that are taking on the position that students are being denied other um, money-earning opportunities to trade off of their name, their likeness, um, all of these things, and. If that one of those cases gets to the Supreme Court as currently constituted, I, I would foresee the, the justices and probably another 9-0 decision ruling that these student athletes should be able to make money off their name, their license, and yeah. um, whatever they can do to earn money. Sure. It's going to uh, really, really change how um, college athletics works. Um, yes. And I don't... For those athletes who are out there, you know, risking life and limb and in permanent injury, if, you know, we see some grisly horrific accidents which occur out on the basketball court or out on the football field, um, those men and women who are out there should be compensated in my view, yep. but it's going to skew in favor, as I said, the big markets, the big media markets, the big schools with big endowments and, um, I'm going to I'm going to just respectfully I don't want to go up, but disagree with that, because and I'll tell you why. For instance, Boston, Boston, the city of Boston, it's, it's not a big college basketball town because you have the Celtics and you have the Patriots and the Red Sox. So let's just say you're trying to decide between Boston College or Kentucky. Now, Kentucky, they don't have a pro team. So the the the, the Wildcats, of, that, that is considered that's like the pro team there. And it's treated that way and sold out. I think like the athletes of Kentucky would make a lot more money than say someone that plays at St. John's or 
you know, like the like Alabama, that's there is no professional team for football. Alabama is it's the closest thing to a football uh, pro team. And so it dominates. Same thing with Oklahoma, Nebraska. I think in some of those particular markets uh, for basketball and also football, there's where the real money is going to be. We're much like Providence College. We don't have a pro team here. So PC is almost like our our pro team. And, and that certainly is a good counter counterpoint. Yeah. But let's assume you're going to Clemson. That may not be the biggest media market, but if you're on a national championship team it's a every big year, time team. yes, that, now you're oh. going to get national endorsement yes. deals, and you don't really care about the local market. Right. But, good point. Yes, folks. He is our uh, legal analyst, attorney Tim Dodd. Tim, great job, and we will talk to you again. Thanks, John. Take care. For all your tree needs, call the tree trimming experts in Lincoln. It's Yankee Tree Service. Call them today for a free quote, 401-439-6028. Yankee Tree Service, 401-439-6028. Fully insured tree removal company with a licensed arborist. Yankee Tree Service, they provide various tree services, including tree removal, pruning, land clearing, stump grinding, and bobcat service. Check out their website, yankeetreeservice.com. Whether it's for tree removal or stump grinding, Yankee Tree Service provides stump grinding so you can enjoy your landscape without the eyesore of old stumps. Tree pruning. You know, many times a tree just needs to be pruned instead of completely cut down. The licensed arborists with Yankee Tree Service, they'll help you decide what's the best treatment plan for your tree emergency service or bucket truck service they'll get up in the bucket call yankee tree service today for a free quote 401-439-6028 or online at yankeetreeservice.com i can breathe clearly now my mask is gone Nothing but a big smile for all to see Gone is the Fauci mask I had to wear My lungs will be full, full, full of beautiful air My lungs will be full, 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 full of clean air my lungs will be full, full, full of beautiful air. My lungs will be full, full, full of clean air. My lungs will be full, full, of beautiful Mega Logistics, they're there to help you. Give them a call today, 401-431-2300. MEGA, Mega Logistics. If you have freight, you need freight, goods, third-party brokers for your company, warehousing and transportation. How about custom freight, supply chain management, routing, bill auditing, customer developing, proven track record with Fortune 500 companies you can depend on. On MEGA, MEGA Logistics. Call them today, 401 431 2300. 401 431 2300. Does that sound like your company? Maybe you have freight or you need freight goods, third party brokerage, warehousing, transportation, custom freight. They have the experience. Call them today, MEGA Logistics, 401 431 2300.